0: Oh, And thanks again for tuning in to another segment of Changing Times from the Healthy Mind, Healthy Life series, Managing Your Thoughts from a Biblical Perspective. Today's topic is the victory belongs to you. That's right. You heard it said, and we're going to say it again. The victory belongs to you with your co-host, Miss Che. And co-host, Miss Shay. Amen. We are so excited about today's topic, which is designed to bring healing and wholeness to your soul, no matter what you're going through today. God has your back and he provided a way for you to escape and the victory belongs to you. You may not see it or even believe it right now, but it's coming your way. You are an acceptable beloved in the eyes of the Lord and he loves and cares for you. He hears your cries and calls for help no matter what you have done and where you have been. You know, there's a a wonderful scripture in Psalm that said this poor man cried and he delivered him from all of his fears. You see, God promises to never leave you nor forsake you. He plans to walk alongside you every step of the way. So we want you to stay with us, for the next 30 minutes, as we share his amazing promises to deliver you in whatever battle you are facing, we would like to start our podcast by asking you a few questions. Not only you and God knows what you're going through at this moment and how you are being affected by it. And perhaps you, you've been crying out to God while waiting for answers, but don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. When we ask you a series of questions, it is not an interrogation. It is a way of coming to terms with whatever your giant is today, with the understanding that everything is subject to change. Just because you're in a place right now doesn't mean you're going to be in that same place tomorrow, okay? Because God is a God of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. He's a God of restoration. He's a God of deliverance but we have to come to terms with some things. We're gonna confront some of the issues that we're facing. So no matter whatever giant it is, that you need to understand that no matter where you are, God is right there waiting for you to reach out to him. Because we have a real enemy out there whose modus operandi is to steal, kill and destroy. And we want you to be fully aware of his tactics so that you will be able to confront him with the bonus of a lion using every spiritual weaponry accessible to you. Now, with that said, do you sometimes feel overwhelmed and overcome by the circumstances of life? When that happens, do you feel helpless and hopeless with no relief in sight? Do you feel that no one cares and even the people you trusted the most are not there for you? We've all felt that way. Do you feel exhausted and up to your limit with problems you have yet to overcome? I'm sure you will agree the answer to these questions is a resounding yes. But the good news is we have a word for you. You are not alone in your search for answers and your quest for resolve. When adversity comes knocking at your door, when you see what it says, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 13 in the Message Bible, it says, no test, or the Message translation, it says, no test or trial that comes your way is beyond the course of what others had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. And what is equally encouraging is that you have someone not of this world to walk you through the storms of life to ensure that the victory belongs to you. I don't know about you, Miss Che, but I can imagine doing life without Jesus Why don't you share with them what it says in Deuteronomy 20 and four in the RSVC translation, because this scripture is so uplifting.
1: I love this scripture. It says for the Lord, your God is who is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemy, to give you the victory. Exactly. So so think about this mistake. I mean, just, just,
0: just, as the listeners are listening and, and just they're thinking about all this and pondering it in their spirit, looking at everything that they're dealing with right now, or maybe they'd come out of some things. But do you remember a time when your mom or dad, brother or sister walked you to school to make sure that you arrived there safely? Yes. During that time, you know, you may have felt threatened or intimidated by walking to school alone. And the fact that we have someone who will fight our battles gives us complete assurance that the Lord will fight against our enemies to guarantee our victory. This could not be truer in terms of the many battles we face during our lifetime because God's word is full of amazing promises and Deuteronomy 20 and four, what you just read gives us hope in God's willingness to fight against those who fight against us, While we stand on the sidelines, watching the devil get his behind kicked. You've heard it. And you heard me say it because it's true. We won't stand down. We stand up and we stand our ground. Because we know that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Listeners, keep in mind that when the enemy targets your back, it's akin to what a secret service agent does for a president. No
1: one could get to you. Amen. That just reminded me of the story of the footprints. You know that poem, The Footprints, when there were two footprints walking in the sand and then after a while... And i'm just paraphrasing here. after a while there were only one footprints and he looked at the lord and he says lord i thought you were walking with me where were you and the lord basically said to him those moments where you saw one footprint is where i was carrying you oh
0: thank you lord
1: god is carrying you through all of everything you can possibly go through he is carrying you he's fighting for you he is there for you amen yeah the battle's not yours it belongs to the lord you know that's the job of a secret service agent But what's
0: even more encouraging is that you have personal protection from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So you're right. When there's more than one footprint, it's like, well, oh, was that God? Oh, of course, he just described what a blessing to know he's always with us, even during the most, uh, even the the good times, bad times, uh, whatever you might be doing right now. Maybe you're walking down the street. Maybe you're walking your dog. Maybe you're in the doctor's office. Maybe maybe you're in the marketplace. Maybe you're buying groceries. He's with you. He is constantly fighting on your behalf when you don't even know it. Hmm. So how can we not rest in God while he is fighting every battle on our behalf? Because the battle is not ours to fight. Because God wants to reveal his holiness, love, and power in our lives. Your part is to fully surrender and yield to God's power to serve as your defense against the forces of darkness. Look what it says, Ms. Shea. What do you say about this in Second? Chronicles 2015.
1: He says, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who lives in Judah and Jerusalem. Hold on for a minute. Say that again. Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who lives in Judah and Jerusalem. Hold on a second. I put my name right there. Listen, Miss Shay. Listen, Miss Jay. (laughs) That's right. God is talking to us. He wasn't just talking to
0: Jehoshaphat, but just put your name right there. Go ahead, sister.
1: So listen, whomever. (laughs) (laughs) and all who lives in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's.
0: So it's obvious that King Jehoshaphat was getting ready to go to battle. And he wanted to let him know, look, don't worry about that. Because I've got your back. Mm -hmm. He said, don't be afraid. Be bold. Be encouraged. Because deliverance and dependence go hand in hand. And it's easy to read the Old Testament and only see God's judgment on Israel's inconsistent ways and their commitment to him. Will they trust him or won't they? Mm. See, I see myself echoed in their ways of waiting until they are in distress to call out to him that. But I also see the beauty of a heart faithful to the Lord in the worst of times. And the best of times, this is the kind of heart we try to cultivate in our life. But it's amazing how we can drift and soon feel like a small watercraft at the mercy of the wind and waves. When you look at the uh, Old Testament uh, from the first few chapters of Genesis, we see his desire to deliver his people. And that's always God's plan to to bring deliverance and healing and wholeness where, where we need it. See, God put in motion a plan to redeem humanity from choosing their way instead of his. I can think of many instances where I needed help and, and I called on God and he responded to my beckoning call. Uh, the answer doesn't always come right away, but inevitably it does come. But guess what? It comes at God's appointed time. And I can just remember during the most difficult periods in my life, uh, Miss Shea, had God not been there to rescue me, have, I would have thrown in the towel
1: and essentially have would have given up. Amen. And much of what happens to us is due to part of our response. Mm -hmm. Are you reactionary? And do you have an emotional meltdown while waiting for the answers? Well, I can give you an example. Go ahead. You
0: said, are you reactionary? (laughs) I'll answer yes. And I'm sure that there are some listeners that will say, yes, sometimes I can can have had an emotional meltdown. and, And I have because recently my printer stopped working Mm. and I went into panic mode and out of sorts, trying to rectify the problem. I have no technical ability, no technical skills whatsoever. And I had a meeting in less than an hour. My husband tried desperately to calm me down to no avail. He tried to fix it. I said, hands off brother, it's not working because I was trying to troubleshoot my own printer problems. I had less skills than my husband, but I wouldn't even let him because I had gotten so emotional. And so I couldn't hear from God. Then the Holy Spirit said to me, you know what? You need to sit down, take a deep breath, settle down. I'm gonna tell you what you need to do. He told me, call, HP support, something as simple as that. And I did. And the problem was resolved in a few few minutes and my document was ready to print what just happened. I noticed that my reactions or what caused a delay in my hearing from God regarding what course of action to take when there were no other options available. I could not hear from God until I got into a quiet place and patiently waited for his instructions. And I got them. And then later I was like, I was in awe. How he came through in the nick of time when I needed him the most. Now, Miss Shay, you know, at that time I felt like I was heading down Niagara Falls.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know, God, He sent help before I reached that point. Miss Shay, can you think of a time when you had a similar experience? How did you react and what was the
1: outcome? Oh, girl, I've had many, but I can think of one recent. I had a deadline due in a paper, and I was rushing against the clock to try to get it submitted, and the power went out. Uh-oh. I freaked out. I I, <laughs> I, was having a meltdown, if you will. I, need, I have like seven minutes to turn this paper in before the deadline, yes. and the power goes out. So I run downstairs. I grab my laptop, and I'm booting it up, trying to get it, and the laptop's not working. See? There's no power. So there's no internet. Wow. And so I start panicking again. Mm -hmm. So I grab all my stuff. That's right. Jump in the car so I can go down to the nearest Starbucks, get some Wi-Fi so I can get it done. Do you guys hear this? Exactly. No, but it gets worse. I get in my car and I'm sitting there frantic and the garage door won't open. Oh. And I just started laughing. Double whammy. So I just sat there and I prayed. Good for you. And I just calmly take all took all my things and went back in the dark house. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And you I, know, experience will always teach you that when
0: tests and trials come knocking at your door, yeah. you can either bail out and, and run away or confront and face them with the confidence and tenacity of a well trained soldier ready for battle. Yes. Because you are convinced that the Lord will give you the wisdom you need to confront the problem successfully. Uh, this is such good news if you are in a difficult situation like what just Miss Che just described, when you do not know what to do or whom to turn to, notwithstanding that God is already there. Okay. There is not a single person on this planet who has not experienced pain and suffering in some form or another. But then think about the prospect of having the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords working on your behalf. He is someone who will come to your aid in a heartbeat, never backing down, retreating, giving up, or caving in when under pressure. Remember that song, You Are My Champion? I love that song because it reaffirms that Jesus is the undefeated champion of the world and Satan is no match for him. I also love that commercial from a notable law firm slogan that says, we will fight for you, but honey, they're not going to fight for you the way Jesus is going to fight for you. See, the thing about someone fighting for you is that you get to do the watching and they get to do the fighting. That's neat in the sense that when you are in the family of God, you are an heir to the throne with certain rights and benefits given to you by the creator. In the same way that our children inherit certain rights and benefits just because they are our children. This proves that we are not left helpless in times of trouble without the aid of our Heavenly Father coming to our rescue. He is our way maker. He is our troubleshooter, our life giver, our life saver, and our life sustainer. There's never been a time that I felt abandoned by him but it was during those turbulent times in my life that I felt such peace a peace that surpassed all understanding it brought solitude to my soul when everything around me was was just going crazy when God fights on your behalf peace is at the forefront to keep you anchored in his protective arms and I don't care what situation you are in are you in a court battle and are are you sick and worried about the outcome is it making you physically ill thinking about it spending sleepless nights trying to figure out how things are going to turn out what about other concerns you have like a a long time relationships or a marriage gone bad the health issue or financial woes that never seem to go away every time you take a step forward it seems you are taking a step backward huh What do you think about that, Ms. Shea? Doesn't that happen from time to time? It does happen from time to time. Exactly. But understand that your past and present do not determine your future. It is the experience you gain from your past and present that serves as a stepping stone toward your future, which is your destiny. No matter what circumstances you encounter along the way, God had you in the palm of his hands. If the creditors are on your back, hounding you like a pack of wild animals he's got your back perhaps as an only child or several of your children being pressured to do unconscionable things due to peer pressure that keeps you up at night with headaches spinning out of control god's got that too if you are addicted to sex pornography or drugs god's got that too if you are experiencing other things that are not listed above God has an answer for everything that concerns you in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse number 13 in the GNT translation the Good News Translation it says every test that you have experienced is the kind that normally comes to people but God keeps his promise and he will not allow you to be tested beyond your power to remain firm at the time you are put to the test he will give you the strength to endure it and so provide you a way out. Isn't that what he did when Paul was incarcerated? He sent an angel to loose the stocks from his feet and to open up those prison doors. Supernaturally, God was there. The scripture does not say some tests, It says every test. Mind you, the Hebrew word nasa translated as a test has the idea of proving the quality of something, usually by putting it through a trial of some kind. You learn a lot about yourself when you go through things. For example, a diamond is made under intense pressure, but no one seems to care how it is formed because of its beauty. Diamonds are among the most sought after naturally occurring substances found by man. The most coveted are those that display exceptional color and clarity and are of considerable size. Blue, pink, and red diamonds are the rarest of them all with price tags to match. But did you know that the greatest diamond God created is you, my friend? You may be going through something now, but at the end of the day, people who know you what you, and, and, and they know what you've been through, May marvel when there is no noticeable evidence that you have been through something. Why? Because, like the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were thrown into the fiery furnace, not one of them came out with a stench of smoke in their clothing. Now, that's a true diamond.
1: With that said, hmm, the Apostle Paul describes so eloquently in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 that other people you may not know are experiencing some of the same problems you find yourself in. But there is a point God will step in when it gets too...
0: Yeah, when it gets too overwhelming. (laughs) To lift those burdens. Exactly. And he will always work out a plan to release you from the very thing the enemy used against you. But you say, God, you don't understand. How many of us have said that? I don't see how I will come out of this. God says, but I do. He understands. Your portion in this matter, in your circumstances, is is your your deliverance is simply to believe that God is bigger than your problem. Or do you believe that your problems are bigger than God? Mm. And the way we... Go around corralling and complaining and crying and yelling out. Sometimes I wonder, we we really believe that, huh? Did he do exactly what God instructed him to do? Well, of course he did. There is so much to learn from from this story. It is the story of going from trials to triumphs, prevailing over every attack and lie used against him. Since the Bible teaches us that God is no respecter of persons, rest assured, He says what He means, and He means what He says. Our response to adversity will determine the outcome of our victory do you have the spirit of Joseph ask yourself am I uh saying the right things am I speaking the right words during my suffering or am I a doubting Thomas someone who experienced you know I mean firsthand God's miracle work and power yet still had trouble believing Did not the Lord rebuke the children of Israel while in the wilderness as they grew weary on their way to Canaan, the land of promise, because God was not moving fast enough to their liking, their murmuring and complaining was a byproduct of unbelief. But that was the thing that delayed their victory. Like many of us, they saw the mighty works for many years in the desert and chose instead disobedience because they didn't really wanna trust the one who brought them out. Because of their hardness of heart, they were unwilling to rely on God and follow the plan he had for them. The result was doing it their way, which caused them uh, that while they were going through the wilderness for 40 years, it should have only taken 11 days, but that's what happened. Here are some things we want you to know, okay? Psalms 35, one through four says, "'O Lord, Fight those fighting me. Declare war on them for their attacks on me. Put on your armor. Take your shield and protect me by standing in front. Lift your spear in my defense, for my pursuers are getting very close. Let me hear you say that you will save me from them. Dishonor those who are trying to kill me. Turn back and confuse them. This is an exciting time to shout victories of joy. God is your source of protection. And we want to leave you with this. In Ecclesiastes 9 it says, races aren't always won by those who run fast. Battles aren't always won by those who are strong. Wise people don't always have plenty of food. Clever people aren't always wealthy. Those who have learned a lot aren't always successful. God controls the timing of every event. He also controls how things turn out. Prescriptions for victory. Here's an acronym. Trust. T, tell God how much you love him. R, reach out to him in times of trouble. U, use your God-given gift of prayer to overcome your obstacles. S, stay rooted and grounded in his word. T, turn away from anything that separates you from God. And today, if you have not received him as your Lord and Savior, say, Jesus, come into my life. Change me. I repent of my sins we thank you today. We give God the praise. You are saved. If you said those words, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, and wherever else you follow us on, we will be there waiting for you. We love you. And until next time, Godspeed. Take care.